In this episode, we'll explore the energy of the Court of Swords. As you remember, swords represent the element air. When I described the qualities of the suit of swords from ace to ten, I used words such as strategy, fear, and evolution. But when we're talking about the Court of Swords, we're talking about air personalities, so we'll use terms such as analytical, logical, communicative, strong-minded, intelligent, prodigy, advocate, educated, sharp, expert, precise, principled, and high-achieving. But air personalities have their negative qualities as well, so we can also draw upon terms such as judgmental, controlling, calculated, detached, cold, absent, unyielding, exacting, austere, unforgiving, and power-hungry. Both positive and negative traits can appear when the Court of Swords is upright. We'll talk about how you can determine which is which in a later episode, but for now, know that any trait is possible. Let's first examine the Court of Swords as if they were a family. They find facts and details fascinating, connecting with each other through puzzles or trivia. They're all in their heads, constantly processing information and developing strategies. They could spend time together studying topics of interest, visiting a science museum, or attending lectures. This is a high-achieving family. They get accepted to their perfect college program, obtain their master's or doctorate, and will likely be recognized in their field. Their tendency toward perfection can bring out their controlling side. The parents could be very strict with their children, demanding schoolwork be their first priority. A great example of a Swords family is the family in the film The Royal Tenenbaums. Royal Tenenbaum, a derelict father and selfish lawyer, abandons his wife, Ethleen, after having three children together, all of whom turned out to be prodigies. Chaz is a math and business genius. Margot, who was adopted, was awarded a grant for a play that she wrote in the ninth grade. And Richie is a tennis prodigy and artist. Their intelligence stems from their mother, an accomplished archaeologist who, in their childhood, wrote a book on how to raise child geniuses. Though Ethleen sees her parenting style as preeminent, she in fact demonstrates the more negative qualities of the swords. Her intense focus on her children's achievements and lack of communication regarding their father's abandonment left them all emotionally stunted. The children have to come to terms with their feelings when their father, Royal, returns to their lives seeking forgiveness. Another example of a Swords family is the father-daughter relationship in the play and movie Proof. The story centers around Catherine, an extremely intelligent young mathematician and recluse. Catherine feels she's living in the shadow of her recently deceased father, Robert, a genius mathematician and well-recognized figure in his field. She also struggles with the idea that she may have inherited his mental instability, finding herself in and out of hallucinations that involve conversations with him, though he's already passed away. Another example of the Swords family is the film Captain Fantastic. 
Former left-wing anarchist activists Ben and Leslie Cash live with their six children on 10 acres in the secluded and mountainous Washington wilderness. Believing the modern world had become far too capitalistic and disconnected from nature, they chose to retreat into the woods to instill survivalist skills and left-wing politics and philosophy in their children. They trained them to think critically and to be self-reliant, both mentally and physically. When Leslie's untreated bipolar disorder forces her to return to the modern world, the fabric of their family begins to crumble. After tragedy strikes, the whole family has to return to civilization. When confronted by the children's grandparents about their parenting style, Ben goes down the line of children, asking each of them extremely difficult questions, which they all easily answer, proving their education surpassed most adults. Now let's take a look at each individual court card. The Page of Swords has an air sun, so they could be a Gemini, Libra, or Aquarius, but their underlying element is Earth, making their moon sign Taurus, Virgo, or Capricorn. So if you have an air sun and an earth moon, you astrologically correspond with the Page of Swords. This combination fuses the energy of intelligence and communication with groundedness and materialization. As I describe the Page of Swords as a child and an adult, I'm drawing on the combination of air and earth, not the individual zodiac signs. The Page of Swords as a child is incredibly precocious and highly independent. Introverted and self-sufficient, they prefer to be left alone and spoken to directly. They love to take things apart just to put them back together. They may suffer from what they believe to be injustice, and these events will begin to shape their sense of right and wrong. So much so that they can enforce their rules by becoming tattletales and hall monitors. Early in childhood, they could find a problem in the world that they'd like to fix. As adults, the Page of Swords has a specific way of interacting with the world, finding it hard to change their habits or understand others' needs if it doesn't fit into their worldview. They're more interested in problem-solving and thrill-seeking than connecting with others. They don't like being bossed around or asked to play by rules they don't agree with. They're attracted to medicine, technology, and science. They're more reserved than shy, carefully choosing the people they keep close. They'd much rather talk solutions than emotions. They enjoy working in groups, being a part of a larger effort to change or improve something. Always scanning for problems, they're in constant contact with their minds. They respond well to order and organization as it makes it easier to spot anomalies or unexpected issues. They also enjoy extreme sports, such as bungee jumping and rock climbing. The Page of Swords Myers-Briggs personality type is ISTP. ISTPs are fearless and independent. They love adventure, new experiences, and risk-taking. They tend to be quiet observers and not well attuned to the emotional states of others, sometimes coming across as insensitive or stoic. They're results-oriented, acting quickly to find workable solutions and understand the underlying cause of practical problems. 
They tend to struggle with boundaries and guidelines as they prefer to have the freedom to work at their own pace and explore life as they desire. They're true introverts who are private about their personal lives and prefer to spend time alone. They dislike small talk and tend to connect with others by sharing an activity and working together on a project. This description gives us a look into their potential career paths. The Page of Swords enjoys using their mind and have natural technical skills, so they could become aerospace, robotics, or medical instrumentation engineers. They have excellent problem-solving skills, making them great mechanics, repairmen, computer and data scientists, IT programmers, and computer forensic investigators. Their desire to improve systems and statistics could push them toward careers in urban planning, community development, town or transport planners, architects, cancer researchers, and mathematicians. They're also powerful investigators, some choosing to become detectives, private investigators, crime scene analysts, FBI agents, and CIA officers. Businesses include repair shops, internet cafes, med tech companies, electronic supply stores, architecture firms, computer software companies, and printing houses. Events that represent the Page of Swords are tackling ongoing problems, defending your opinion with facts and statistics, investigating an unknown topic, and staying on guard against a potential threat. Some characters in entertainment we can look to are Leonard from the TV series The Big Bang Theory, Sean Nelson from the film Fresh, Hermione Granger from the film series Harry Potter, Beeman from the film Constantine, Cheedy from the TV series The Good Place, Mary Adler from the film Gifted, MacGyver from the TV series MacGyver, Will Hunting from the film Good Will Hunting, and Roman in the movie Roman J. Israel Esquire. For fortune-telling questions, the Page of Swords could arrive as a message of delay due to unexpected issues that will require your ability to problem-solve. You could find yourself in investigation mode, scouring different resources to get to the root of something. Or you could be troubleshooting a project. Someone may use sabotage or gossip to undermine your plans, but you'll be able to fend them off. The Knight of Swords has an air sun sign, so they could be a Gemini, Libra, or Aquarius. But their underlying element is also air, making their moon sign Gemini, Libra, or Aquarius. So if you have an air sun and an air moon, you astrologically correspond with the Knight of Swords. This combination fuses the energy of intelligence and communication with logic and precision. As I describe the Knight of Swords as an adolescent and an adult, I'm drawing on the combination of air and air, not the individual zodiac signs. The Knight of Swords as adolescents love to research topics, debate with elders, and communicate their opinion about anything and everything. They excel at school and extracurricular activities. They have analytical minds and a need to be right. They're goal-setters, wanting to prove themselves to those they admire. They join the chess club, debate team, math camp, and anything that wins them medals of mental honor. They see things black and white, right and wrong, often coming to the defense of those they feel have been treated unfairly. 
They can also sabotage or cut others down when they feel someone hasn't deserved their accolades or praise. As adults, the Knight of Swords needs a fast-paced environment dealing with problems the moment they arise. Their life is experienced outward in the world of people. They're well-informed and principled, possessing a clear moral stance that's backed up by thought and research. With their minds already made up, they can be quick to action or start a debate, potentially landing them in heated arguments. They see themselves as an authority figure, one that others should take seriously. They know a little about a lot, preferring surface information over long investigations. They stand up for what they believe is right, correcting others when they've been misinformed or inappropriate. The Knight of Swords Myers-Briggs personality type is ENTP. They tend to be innovative, outspoken, and lively. They're idea-oriented and tend to focus their attention on the future rather than on the present moment. They enjoy interacting with a wide variety of people and love to engage with others in intellectual debates. They tend to be easy to get along with, but can also be argumentative at times. They're great conversationalists and make successful entrepreneurs. They're constantly absorbing new information from the world around them and arriving at original conclusions with their ideas. Once the initial excitement of a project wanes, they're ready to move on to newer thoughts. This description can give us a look into their potential career paths. The Knight of Swords thrives on fast action, making them great political staff members such as legislative assistants, government caseworkers, journalists, political consultants, policy analysts, and media strategists. They're motivated by defending something, making them great criminal lawyers, social justice advocates, secret service agents, or they could join the armed police or special forces. They enjoy debate, making them great legislative aides, sports broadcasters, contract negotiators, and elected representatives. They're able to push their ideas to investors, creating new startups and technology and software. They may abruptly change courses, so you may find them in between jobs or not quite sure where they fit in yet. Businesses include security services, archery lessons, shooting ranges, weapons stores, social media forums, blogs or websites centered around debates or reviews, political news outlets, drama and commentary channels, and freelance writing jobs. Events that represent the Knight of Swords are coming in contact with the police, dealing with an aggressive individual, learning something that gets you angry, fighting against injustice or mistreatment, providing a correction to something you believe is misinformed, and telling everyone about something you've learned. Some characters in entertainment we can look to are Sheldon in the TV series The Big Bang Theory, Bradley Jackson in the streaming series The Morning Show, Robert McCall from the film The Equalizer, The Bride in the film series Kill Bill, and Brian Stevenson in the film Just Mercy. For fortune-telling questions, the Knight of Swords suggests you'll attempt to right a wrong or defend yourself or another from injustice or mistreatment. You could feel attacked or overwhelmed by someone. This card indicates a circumstance or relationship moving incredibly quickly and with intention. If another knight is in the spread, 
the Knight of Swords could bring on a potential fight or display of power. The Queen of Swords has an air sun sign, so they could be a Gemini, Libra, or Aquarius. But their underlying element is water, making their moon sign Cancer, Scorpio, or Pisces. So if you have an air sun and a water moon, you astrologically correspond with the Queen of Swords. This combination fuses the energy of intelligence and communication with emotion and intuition. As I describe the Queen of Swords, I'm drawing on the combination of air and water, not the individual zodiac signs. The Queen of Swords is fair and open-minded. They relate everything to their own experience while recognizing there could be more to the story. They have an incredible gift of both listening and processing simultaneously, able to read through the lines and deduce information that anyone else would miss. They can stay on a question for however long it takes until they come to a total conclusion. They're keenly aware of their boundaries, commenting when they've been crossed. They're always ready with their opinion and answers to others' problems. They're usually right in their assessment, even if they arrive at it in what seemed like no time. Although they recognize they don't know everything, they can't help but express their point of view about almost everything. They care deeply about the truth, sometimes missing the human element of understanding. Once they relate to another's feelings, they stop rationalizing and directly empathize. The Queen of Swords Myers-Briggs personality type is INTP. INTPs are more interested in studying ideas and theoretical concepts than in participating in leisure activities or social interactions. They're loyal and affectionate to their closest friends and family, but tend to be difficult to get to know. INTPs are quiet and reserved individuals. They're true introverts, preferring to socialize with small groups of close friends and focus their attention on their internal thoughts rather than the external world. They're passionate about logic, reason, and sense. They have a willingness to think outside of the box and enjoy searching for unifying themes in the world around them. They have endless imagination, coming up with unique thoughts and opinions that wouldn't occur to most people. This description gives us a look into their potential career paths. The Queen of Swords analyzes everything they come in contact with, gravitating toward careers such as project, political, research, crime scene, or data analysts. Their thorough understanding of their chosen subject makes them wonderful teachers, consultants, thesis supervisors, and advisors. They could become historians, philosophers, tour guides, and translators. They're drawn to jobs that offer both objective and connective qualities, such as diplomat, ambassador, or negotiator. Their power of deduction and ability to quickly process information makes them great judges, corporate counsels, news producers, detectives, private investigators, and research psychologists. Their desire to fixate and provide results make them great scientists, inventors, lab technicians, and medical researchers. Businesses include charter schools, Montessori education, research centers, 
laboratories, translation websites, teaching apps, online courses, private investigation offices, and tour services. Events that represent the Queen of Swords are seeking counsel from a lawyer, asking for advice from a close friend, objectively analyzing a problem, moving through the process of grief, and coming to terms with reality. Some characters in entertainment we can look to are Aaron Brockovich from the film Aaron Brockovich, Harper in the streaming series The White Lotus Season 2, Rose Cotter in the film Smile, Ian Gibbons in the streaming series Dropout, Morpheus from the movie The Matrix, Amy Dunn from the movie Gone Girl, and the literary character Sherlock Holmes. For fortune-telling questions, the Queen of Swords indicates you'll be voicing your needs or opinions where they may have once been ignored. You'll see a clear boundary with someone or something, such as your work schedule or screen time. Someone may offer you the truth that you must listen to in order to proceed forward. The Queen of Swords could also act as a connector, introducing you to the right person that can solve your problems. The King of Swords has an air-sun sign, so they could be a Gemini, Libra, or Aquarius. But their underlying element is fire, making their moon sign Aries, Leo, or Sagittarius. So if you have an air-sun sign and a fire-moon sign, you astrologically correspond with the King of Swords. This combination fuses the energy of intelligence and communication with expansion and power. As I describe the King of Swords, I'm drawing on the combination of air and fire, not the individual zodiac signs. The King of Swords is a leader of causes, wanting to impact the world by breaking the boundaries of what we currently imagine is possible. They look for systems to perfect and control, running them impartially and efficiently. They can be visionaries, imagining inventions and implementations to our society in ways that will live on forever. They can be very controlling and obsessive, turning all of their energy toward their visions. They can be very controlling and obsessive, turning all of their energy toward their visions. They want total authority and say, demanding perfection of themselves and others. They tirelessly course correct until they feel in their gut they're going the right way. Highly intuitive, they can not only see the future, but they can also build the way to it. Some may find them aloof, reserved, and hard to talk to, but others may see them as geniuses. The King of Swords Myers-Briggs personality type is INTJ. INTJs tend to be highly independent, confident, and self-sufficient individuals. They're analytical, creative, and driven. They place an emphasis on logic and fact rather than emotion and can be viewed as perfectionists. They typically have high expectations of competence and performance for themselves and others. They want their environment to feel controlled and ordered so they make decisions without asking for anyone's input or thoughts. They overlook anyone they deem to be intellectually inferior and can be single-minded in their thinking. They're innovative and creative, working relentlessly until they've achieved their definition of success. They believe they can achieve the most challenging goals and master any subjects that matter to them. They're determined in whatever they're doing and are constantly seeking new and creative ways to improve the world around them. 
This description gives us a look into their potential career paths. The King of Swords needs to be in charge of how things are done, pursuing careers as lead lab directors, a partner at a law firm, IT developers, senators and House of Representatives, including the majority leader and House Speaker. They want to oversee the whole process, becoming COOs, chief of police, federal judges and Supreme Court justices, head of a network or news station, editor-in-chief, high-ranking army officers, attorney generals, and surgeon generals. They pursue careers in academics, such as chief academic officers, curriculum directors, and tenured professors. They lead teams of environmentalists, virologists, and technicians to combat common but menacing problems. They develop technology to improve farming, building, health, and accessibility, and they're the thought leaders, offering us perspectives and ideas that change and shape our social worlds. Businesses include technology companies, high-esteemed law firms, law schools, university and Ivy League colleges, and digital development. Events that could represent the King of Swords are going in front of a judge, working in a strict and controlled environment, making tough but necessary decisions within your company or life, dealing with a no-nonsense person, and waiting on a committee response. Some characters in entertainment we can look to are Rick from the TV series Rick and Morty, Victor Frankenstein from the film Frankenstein, James Bond from the James Bond film and TV series, Billy Bean from the film Moneyball, Ethan in the film Mission Impossible, and the Black Panther from the film The Black Panther. For fortune-telling questions, the King of Swords indicates someone austere and mentally fortified. You may have to contend with someone who has the power to remove or fire you. This card also indicates a controlling person who's telling you what you can and can't do. If the King of Swords resonates for yourself, you may need to consider how harsh you're being and if the punishment fits the crime. Do you recognize anyone in fiction or reality that fits the descriptions I've given? When you're communicating with someone, watching a TV show or a movie, or reading a book, see if you can identify these figures, even if they're stepping out of their normal character, only representing air energy in one scene or one moment. Identifying the energy will help you better understand how the Court of Swords shows up in a spread. Next week, we'll go over the Court of Pentacles. Until then, blessed be.